I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Last year, I took my daughters to see the film The Greatest Showman. It is loosely based on the life of Phineas Taylor Barnum, who in 1871 created what would become the Barnum and Bailey Circus. It's a great combination of catchy music and dance moves, a love story that has mean parents getting in the way, successes through sheer grit and determination, precious friendships are made, and several characters are the clear underdogs who overcome the odds set against them. One of them is born with a deformity, another is a giant, another is a man tattooed from head to foot, and each of them suffer the abuse of others who think that they are more normal and to justify their cruel actions against them. Of course, there wouldn't be a story worth watching if there wasn't a hiccup now and again about how Phineas himself treats his family and his friends. But overall, it's evidence that he cares not for what society determines as acceptable. He loves whatever the cost and regardless of what is deemed to be right. In our gospel reading this morning, we meet a man who goes by the name of Legion. Of course, Legion was not his real name, but a description of what had happened to him, a name that had been given to him by so-called normal people. Here was a man whose mental and spiritual disturbance was extreme. We don't use the word demon very often today, but our ancestors used it to describe those forces in life that seem to have a power of their own. And the man in the gospel knew what was going on. He knew that there were these powers at work that he was unable to control. This is a man who had been so tormented by these demons and by the disruption they caused that local people banished him, drove him away. And we're left with a description of his nakedness, his supernatural strength, his home among the tombs. And this part of Luke's gospel serves as a reminder of our basic human condition, that prejudice and the resulting evils which spring from it are as old as humanity. That in this very fallen world where there is difference, there will always be prejudice. And where there is prejudice, there are labels which demean, which divide, and which deny the full wonder and rights of being called a child of God. Earlier on this week, I introduced a panel here at St. Paul's looking at issues of global human movement. One of the panel members was a bright young Syrian student who spoke movingly of her experience when she and her father first arrived in this country three years ago. She described the shock of having her application turned down from numerous secondary schools, despite the fact that she was one of the brightest students back in her home in Syria. She had to rise above the rejection and the labels that others put upon her. The name Legion was a label that helped enslave this poor man whom Jesus encounters. It's a label in just the same way that is on many lips today. The word migrant is a label, mad is a label, Muslim can be a label. 
Even beautiful names, which should be words of dignified and descriptive freedom, can all too easily be turned into labels which demean, which diminish and enslave when uttered by those who seek to create division and hatred. But in our reading today, Jesus arrives in the country of the Gerasenes. How lucky for the man to have an encounter with Jesus Christ, the one who can unbind him, the one who can cast his demons out, whatever they were, and set him free. This Gerasene man is iconic to all of us throughout history as a symbol of what it can be mean to be set free, to be reclothed, to be put back into a right mind, and to find ourselves walking on the path of our true identity again. Towards the end of his life and ministry during his second missionary journey, St. Paul writes to the church in Galatia, as many of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is therefore no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female, for all are one in Christ Jesus. Jesus comes unafraid of death or the tombs in which this man lived. He is not distracted by the man's behavior. He is not repulsed by his nakedness or appearance. He is not limited by the chains that bind this man's life. He simply comes and drives the demons out, returning the man to his true identity and setting him free. The most catchy of the songs in The Greatest Showman is the one entitled, This Is Me. Look out, because here I come, and I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen, I make no apologies, this is me. No matter the size, the shape, or the color of those in his life, Phileas sees each of the characters in the film for who they are and gets them celebrating. Freedom is wonderful, liberation is wonderful, removing the stigma and prejudice of a label is wonderful. But even more wonderful than these things, is telling the world that this is actually possible. It's not enough for the man in our reading to stay at the feet of Jesus, having been set free. Jesus wants more from him and sends him away, saying, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. That's the challenge that this gospel sets, not only for its subject, but for you and me. So this morning, perhaps challenged by all that we see and hear, let us determine to turn our backs on the insidious conspiracies of hatred and oppression that mark even our own city. And as we come to receive the bread and wine at communion, reminded of all that God has done for us in Jesus Christ, let us allow God to change how we see one another as beautiful people made in his image. And then as we leave and go out into the world, let us proclaim the wonderful truth that has set us free.